the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. In a few moments, in a few minutes, we're going to be giving away the gift certificate to Iron Mountain Outfitters, the best store in San Diego County where you can get everything that you need for your hardworking family member or just people who love that look of the Carhartt, the Filson, and the Browning, the best quality, the best prices, better than you can get on the internet. So stay tuned because we're going to be telling you everything you need to know on how you can win the $50 giveaway to Iron Mountain Outfitters. Now we're going to go to the phones. Uh, I posed the question before the break of what do you guys think about Ukraine. We haven't talked about it much. I need to know where you guys stand on it. And Yaz is on the line and she wants to weigh in. Hello, Yaz. Hi there, AK. So good to hear your sweet voice. Yes, my girl. Thank you for calling in. What are your thoughts on this? Sever ties immediately. We did not sign up to support them. This is just crazy. This is insanity. So my uh, my response is to sever ties, AK. Absolutely, I agree with you. We don't we don't have any interest here. It uh, and and that includes national security. This was just a bag. This was there was just far too many, far too many um, reasons that had nothing at all to do with America's interest, and particularly. Um, and, and it was obvious from the beginning. And it just seemed pretty, it seemed pretty obvious to me, Yaz, that it was as though, um, they needed to change the conversation that the Biden yeah. administration did. Um, they couldn't, they, you know, they used, it's, and it seemed as though they used almost the same talking points to try to rally us around Ukraine that they did around COVID. I know it may sound crazy, yeah. but no, they did. Not crazy at all. You are right on. You are right yeah. on. Well, thank you for co- I love it when people tell me I'm right. <laughs> and we love you, yes. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. Yeah, um and and it should have been clear to everybody when I I we played the clip on the show skins. Remember the the um member of parliament uh or and and they may not be called members of parliament, but it was a woman from you from uh an elected official in Ukraine who was try who somehow thought it was a selling point to the American people to say we're fighting for the new world order that's what we're fighting for here, yeah, they just flat out <laughs> said it they're not hiding it, <clears throat> yeah, so there was so many benefits to the Biden administration, to the Democrats and the uniparty system to try to get us to rally around Ukraine. It justified uh, the inflation that was going on and the cost that was happening there. Um, the d- Democrats and the uniparty, they love war because that's a great way. There's all kinds of economic benefits and money-making benefits for the military-industrial complex as well as elected officials because our culture is one that we rally around uh, wartime, right? Um most importantly, um, it, it had a lot to do with the energy sector. And so much about the Great Reset is all based about climate change. And because if they can get control of our health, 
this and this is something that goes back back to the early days of the Obama administration and why how, why is why what does Ukraine and our public health have to do to it, it, with each other because and we're going to be talking to Reggie Littlejohn in a moment about is the digital gulag here I started saying back in the early days of the Obama administration that if they can get control what was what was the two most important priorities for the Biden for the Obama administration going back to 2009 it was the energy sector remember all of his green energy boondoggles we had an economic collapse and his entire uh, plan or agenda was to spend money and what was he spending money on what were all the shovel ready projects it was all around green energy climate change and it was all a bunch of boondoggles right and what was his other priority it was health care Quote, healthcare, Obamacare. And Sarah Palin was right that um, there would be death panels inside Obamacare, that it wasn't, it had nothing to do with that, anybody having access to care. A hundred percent of it was about government ultimately having control over our bodies. And that's ultimately what the Great Reset is about, is about. And that's what Ukraine is about. And that's why that, and there's no national security interest here. And even worse than that, it is a, a mechanism to ultimately usher us into the new world order. Um, I think it's time for us to do, is it time for us to do our little giveaway skins before we take a break? All right. Show some enthusiasm, man. <laughs> okay. I know. All right. So now is the time we're going to be giving away the $50 gift certificate to Iron Mountain Outfitters. That's how much we love you. That's how much PJ, uh, the greatest gal in the world, who is one of the owners at Iron Mountain Outfitters. This is how much they love you. We They have the best gear in the world. Carhartt, Filson, Browning. I know you guys love those, those clothes so much. And I know you really want to go and check out their store to win the $50 gift certificate. Here's how easy we're going to make it. All you got to do is be the first caller call 888-344-1170 that's 888-344-1170 first caller wins a $50 gift certificate to iron mountain outfitters their carhartt pants they have such a selection of carhartt pants there it fills an entire wall they've got they've and, and by the way it's not just it's not just clothing for men although so many of the styles in the Carhartt and the Filson and the Browning are, you know, a lot of gals like to wear them from the shackets to the flannels, um, et cetera. They've got all kinds of sweats. They've got all kinds of accessories. They've got luggage, handmade hands and knives, just, just the best supply. And then it's also a super fun place to go visit because, uh, you can hang out with Dapper Dan at uh, the doggy and the mascot there at Iron Mountain Outfitters. You can hang out with Dapper Dan and then you can tell PJ, like, like I did. I showed her a picture who I was shopping for. I hung out with Dapper Dan and she went and did the shopping for me. <laughs> so it couldn't be easier. All right. I don't know if we have a winner yet, but that number is 888-344-1170. Hopefully I'm going to be able to announce the name of the winner here in a moment. But by the way, if you try tonight, if you tried to call and you didn't get to win, uh, we are going to be giving away a $50 gift certificate every month between now and April. So, Skins, do we have a winner? I think he's probably busy on the phones. All right. Um, Reggie Littlejohn is coming up in a moment. Founder and president of Women's Rights Without Frontiers. Co-chair of Stop the Vax Passports. 
Um, she's going to be here to answer the question about a digital gulag. Have are, are we now at the point to where we officially ha- are at the point of having a digital gulag? I don't know if you guys know, but uh, there's something called diagnosis codes that have become law as of became law actually went into effect on April 1st, 2022. And those are something that you need to know about because it has to do with tracking you, has to do with tracking you and your health and the potential use for this tracking information. And Reggie Littlejohn has been kind of on the forefront of uh, this this type of issue. Um, She, in fact, like I said, she's co-chair of Stop the Vax Passports. All right. It's time to take a break. When we come back, Reggie Littlejohn will be here. Don't you go away. Congrats to the winner of the $50 giveaway for Iron Mountain Outfitters. Andrea K telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Congratulations to Rich from El Cajon, who was the winner of our $50 giveaway to Iron Mountain Outfitters. But have no fear, if you didn't get it, if you didn't win tonight, we're going to be giving away a $50 gift certificate every month between now and April. So you'll have more chances to win. Um, and in the meantime, get yourself down to Iron Mountain Outfitters and check them out. Um, I, I, you've, I've, we'll share more with you about them a little bit later. Now we got to talk to, I'm super excited, first time on the Andrea K Show, Reggie Littlejohn. She is the founder and president of Women's Rights Without Frontiers. That alone is a reason to have her on the show. But then you add in she's co-chair of Stop the Vax Passports. You know that's a woman after your own hearts, right? And she's here tonight to talk about the potential, if not already here, of a digital gulag involving something called International Classification of Diseases Diagnosis Codes and what that means for those who are unvaccinated. And she joins me now. Hi, Reggie Littlejohn. Welcome to the Andrea Kay Show. Hello, Andrea Kay. I'm so happy to be here. Well, thank you. Um, thank you for all the work you do for our freedoms. Um, this is truly um, everything surrounding COVID to me is the greatest humanitarian crisis of our time. I don't think we even know the extent of it in terms of what these shots have and potentially will do to lives, to our culture, and to our world. And it's something that um, we've got to continue to be fighting about all day, every day. Um, let's talk about the International Classification of Diseases Diagnosis Codes for Unvaccinated, what this is about, because evidently they went into effect April 1st, 2022, and I didn't even know about it. Well, that's exactly right, Andrea. I mean, they went into effect what, 10, 10 months ago? And nobody knew about it. So as, as our doctors were asking us, oh, are you vaccinated? And we're innocently answering the question. We didn't know that they may have been. I'm not saying every doctor did, because I don't think that this has been implemented fully. But they may have been putting us down with a code that the World Health Organization has just created for people who are either not fully vaccinated or who are unvaccinated. And those codes, um, they've been introduced by the CDC, Medicare, and Medicaid. And what's really interesting um, and troubling about them is that for being in a de- delinquent immunization status, so if, you're, you're, if you aren't fully vaccinated and boosted, you would be considered to be in a delinquent immuni- immunization status. Some of the reasons that are coded separ- separately include patient refusal, 
and belief or group pressure. So in other words, if you say, I, I don't want to have this vaccine because it's against my faith because it contains aborted fetal cells or something along those lines, you get that code of, of refusing due to your belief or group pressure. Um, and, well, I have to, excuse me for interrupting, but I have, to, I have to also then assume that doctors are being instructed to ask why. Well, they have to be if, because there's these codes, right? That, yeah. That, 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 that you're correct, Andrea. I mean, they, you know, because they're not just, it, the code is not just are you vaccinated, unvaccinated, partially vaccinated, but they have special codes for the reasons. Mm-hmm. And, and that has, you know, first of all, these codes are, call, are called ICD or International Classification of Disease. They are diagnosis codes. A diagnosis is supposed to be for a disease, okay? Is being unvaccinated or partially vaccinated a disease? I don't think so. <laughs> right. And then, and, and so then, um, this is the thing. I think the reason that they are asking for the reason that a person is not vaccinated um, is because they're trying to, to identify resistors, you know? Mm-hmm. Pe- people yeah. who, just, who don't just go along with the government narrative, they fail to terrify us into getting vaccinated um, and who think for ourselves and are willing to take the heat for going against the flow. And so if you say, you know, I didn't take it because of patient refusal, I mean, I just refused to take it, then that's in your record that goes, you know, it's, it's in the CDC, Medicare, Medicaid, you know. So um, there's an example here that's really disturbing about how this kind of stuff can be used. Uh, so, there's an organization called Teachers for Choice, and they said that unvaccinated teachers in New York City had their fingerprints and problem codes, which are indicating misconduct, in, put into their personnel files and then sent to the FBI and the New York Criminal Justice Service. Wow. That's, that's what happened to just teachers who were unvaccinated. So they so they, they have these their fingerprints and a so called problem code indicating misconduct sent to the so FBI. basically so basically so so that they're being treated like criminals exactly well I mean yeah they were sent to the FBI and to the New York Criminal Justice Service uh, you know wow so, yeah I mean wow is right you know, people have all kinds of reasons for not being vaccinated one is a faith reason one could be a health reason. You know, what could be, you know, that, that they, that, um, you know, that you've already had COVID and recovered and you believe in natural immunity. I mean, there's all kinds of reasons. And, but, you know, if you don't, if you're not fully vaccinated and fully boosted, uh, you know, you could end up with one of these codes that is a part of your record that goes to Medicare and Medicaid. And, you know, so, well, it's, um, it- <laughs> Well, you know, I think that, you know, you hit the nail on it. I, I, I said from the beginning that every bit of this, that that going back to the early days, I took a lot of heat from conservatives because, it, you know, they were they were afraid and they they trusted the government because at that point it was, well, you know, yeah, you know, James Comey and FBI and the DOJ is crappy, but we got to trust the CDC. Right. And I was like, not so fast in the early days. 
Um, and I pushed back day one against the lockdowns and, and beyond because I said the virus is real. Um, but the, it, but the solution always has to be for everything in this country has to be freedom. And there's no ju- justification to take any of our freedoms away on the basis of a virus. And it was obvious to me from the beginning that this was an opportunity for the Marxist and the communist in this country to use a virus against us for power. And they never intended to give us our freedom back. And the masks were a great way to identify who the resistors were. I thought that's what the masks were a great tool for. And it also provided a way not just to identify who the, who the resistors were, um, but then to have the, the mask holes bully the non-mask wearers. So it was a great way to pit the public against each other. Do you agree? Oh, absolutely. And it's amazing that you, that you understood that so far back. Um, yeah, so this, this is the thing. First of all, you're absolutely right that this whole um, vaccine hysteria terror that has been put down on everybody is an excuse to get us uh, to agree to a vaccine passport or digital health IDs. Uh, which can serve as a platform for the for um, the China-style social credit system, which is a way of completely taking away your freedom, especially if it's combined with a central bank digital currency. So, I mean, that's that's a whole other show. I mean, that's that's a whole other show. Right. Um, but you know, we're actually going to be having a webinar on on this. I would like your listeners to know that on Monday. So the the website for this is Stop Vax Passport. Stop V A X passports.org um, and the webinar uh, it, it has to do with the World Health Organization um, which is the one who created these codes All right, they're, they're negotiating new international health regulations and a new pandemic treaty which will, which will seriously damage our national and our personal sovereignty so this, um, this webinar is called Every Breath You Take Big Brother's plan to stalk you through the WHO. And it's Monday, um, February 27th from 4.30 to 6.00. And you can register at stopvaxpassport.org. Stop, hang on. Stopvaxpassports.org. And that is uh, this coming Monday, the 27th, uh, 4.30 to 6.30. So 4.30 to 6 Eastern time. So that would be more like 1.30. Okay, 4.30 um, to 6 Eastern. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely going to be watching that. Um, what can right. you tell us about this treaty? What do you know so far about this treaty? Well, okay, that, first of all, it, it, they won't call it a treaty. They okay. call it an agreement or an accord because if they call it a treaty then it would have to go through the U.S. treaty process, which would mean that it would have to get a two-thirds majority vote in the Senate, and they know they can't get that. So th- there's, there's two instruments that are being um, negotiated this week and next week. It's the international health regulations and the um, pandemic accord or agreement. They haven't decided what they're going to call it. But, but both of these are sort of cut out of the same cloth. So what they're okay. trying to do is they're trying to establish well, one of the things is try to establish worldwide vaccine passports and surveillance of everyone um, so that the director general, um, Tedros Cabrasas, will have like absolute power to declare pandemics or potential pandemics 
in a country, even if the country doesn't agree with it. Wow. Uh, so this is, this is a problem with our national sovereignty. And then in terms of our personal sovereignty, our medical sovereignty, he would have the power to tell our country how to handle a pandemic. In other words, you have to have lockdowns, you have to have masks, and you have to have forced vaccinations. He would have the power to do that under if, if all these amendments in this treaty were passed as they are written now. Wow. Um, this is just just more of an example of, um, you know, uh, America inching closer to just becoming a part of one world government, new world order, great reset. You know, it's, you know, they've been, I was talking at the earlier, it, it's, um, they've been pushing to get to, to get control over the left, the Marxists to get control over two areas of America, energy and healthcare and our bodies. And with that, then they can just control every aspect um, of, of our lives. And we've, we've got to be pushing back against it. So if people watch this webinar, how, how then, so watching the webinar, you're doing media, um, you're fighting for our freedoms. What can we do as citizens? Well, I mean, you can sign our petition. We've got a petition against vaccine passports, which is where the rubber hits the road. Is that they want to? They, that they're desperate to get that, and then also to establish a central bank digital currency. Um, and you can also click on the button if you're on stopvaxpassports.org. The first button to the far left says "Act Now," and you can take an action. So the first action is stop the secret sell, um, WHO sellout of our, of our sovereignty. And you can contact your representatives and the Biden administration and people at the Health and Human Services uh, to tell them that we do not want this. We do not want this. And you would be surprised um, how, how that works. Not enough people pick up the phone and call their congressperson because it, they actually actually do respond to that because they really do want to get reelected. <laughs> Believe it or not, they do. They don't want to give up their power. Um, so, uh, Reggie Littlejohn, I thank you so much for being here tonight. Thank you for fighting for our freedoms. Um, I shouldn't be shocked by this um, because I've, I've known how they're just wanting to inch us towards uh, communist China's control over our lives. But it, 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 it really is shocking to me. Tell everybody again what, what time the webinar is and how they can see it on Monday. Well, it's this coming Monday at 4.30 Eastern. But you're in San Diego, right? Right. 4.30 Eastern. So one thirty Pacific time. At right. stopvaxpassports.org, yes? That's correct. Reggie, thank you so much for being here. Appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much uh, for all the work that you're doing uh, as well. And you're quite a visionary to have seen this so long ago. Well, you know, uh, you know, uh, some people call me a visionary. Some people call me a pain in the butt. So there you have it. <laughs> well, they, go, they go together sometimes. <laughs> yes, they do, Reggie. <laughs> Thanks and take good care. All right. You too. All right. All right, you guys stick around. We got more coming up on the other side of the break. Don't go away. Andrea K, bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. I haven't I have a nominee already for here of the week. <laughs> Skins I just heard. <laughs> that the mayor of East Palestine, Ohio, uh-huh. made Pete Buttigieg wait in a hall 
while he met with Rudy Giuliani first. Oh, God bless him. <laughs> How humiliating for Buttigieg. <laughs> Oh, I love that so much. All right, pop quiz. What happened on this day in history? February 23rd, 1945. Do you know what happened in this day in history? Not off Taylor the top Skins. of my head. I probably, probably I should. Did, I did. Well, I probably should too because I'm the daughter of two Marines. Here's what happened, my peeps. On this day in history, February 23rd, 1945, the U.S. Marines raised the American flag over Iwo Jima. We all know the iconic picture, right? You got to know the iconic picture skins. Uh, I do. The U.S. Marine. <clears throat> yeah. They um, raised the uh, six United States Marines raised the American flag atop Mount Suribachi uh, amid horrific, this from uh, Fox News, amid horrific combat on Iwo Jima. The intense wartime scene captured in a perfect angle and frame by photographer Joseph Rosenthal on this day in history, February 23rd, 1945. Uh, the raw power of the image instantly gripped a nation at war with Nazi Germany and Europe and Imperial Japan. Um, according to the senior curator of the National Museum of the Marine Corps, Quote, the flag raising became a symbol synonymous with American victory in World War II and what the nation can accomplish when we all pull together and unite for a just cause. Um, <clears throat> to me, it is um, Owen Connor National Museum also said the photo became in many ways one of the first media events of the 20th century. So this day in history, well, just one of the reasons why. Um, I'm so proud uh, to be the daughter of two Marines. Um, it took four days for the Marines to reach the summit. According to the Defense Department, it was a 554-foot hill, which was significant. Um, it had been um, in that it suppressed the lines uh, from Japanese who were dug in and who had prime vantage point of much of the island. So this was a major uh, battle. And, uh, and a major victory in Marine Corps history. About 27,000 Marines and sailors were killed or wounded in a month of combat. Uh, almost all 21,000 Japanese defenders uh, were killed. Only 216 were taken prisoner. 27 Marines and Navy corpsmen entered the medal, earned the Medal of Honor in Iwo Jima uh, more than any other battle in U.S. history, according to the National World War II Museum. I may have to watch the... Uh, I think it's uh, what, what the Battle of Iwo Jima. I may have to, uh, or, uh, or yeah, I may have to watch that this weekend. It's one of the reasons why the Marine Corps hymn is on the shores of what was it? Um, how can I not remember that Marine Corps hymn? It's the first song I ever learned to play uh, on my little my little organ. From the halls of Montezuma to the shores of Tripoli, we will fight our nation's battle in the air on land and sea. First to fight for rights and freedom and to keep our honor clean, we are proud to claim the title of United States Marine. All right, we got hour two coming up. Coming up with us next, I was excited to have on, uh, to bring on tonight, Stella Morabito. She's from The Federalist. She's got an interesting book out for me. Y'all know, I love anything related to psychology. And then you add in the culture war, you add in that everything that related to the culture wars we got going on right now from COVID to LBGTQ and beyond, CRT. It's all a psychological operations game. Same thing with Ukraine, right? Well, she her book is The Weaponization of Loneliness, How Tyrants Stoke Our Fear of Isolation to Silence, Divide, and Conquer Us. 
Um, so I'm excited to have her on to, to talk about this because I think this there's actually this actually has some implications, not just politically, but just kind of in, in our lives. Have you ever been one, Skins? I kind of think maybe in high school where where everybody's kind of a situation, not me. Um, I never hid my opinions. Um, but I think most people go through some point in their life to where they kind of maybe couch their opinions or hide their no, opinions No, I was pretty much bit. like you. That's why some people probably didn't like me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So maybe this story, maybe this topic doesn't apply to We've you. We've always me been necessarily. bold, <laughs> Well, yeah. Um, I've always been a big mouth. Um, that's what my report card said all the time. And I was always arguing with my teachers and everybody. Um, but stay tuned because I do think it's a fascinating topic. And uh, Stella Morabito will be here on the other side of the break. And you better be here, too. Don't go away. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 